And welcome everybody to What the Hops. I'm Brian. I'm here with Adam and Greg. What's up? What's going on? And we are recording on the beautiful Sunday after Westfest out in uh, Clarence. Well, we're not out in Clarence. We're out in Chitawaga. Snake Den. <laughs> but First recording at the Snake Den. Yesterday happened to be Westfest out at West Shore Brewing Company, and all of us did happen to enjoy the festivities out there. Adam and uh, his wife Katie did work it for a little bit and got to experience firsthand just the craziness that was going it was, on. It was a treat. It was <laughs> it was a good time. It, it probably is a handful putting on an event like that and all that comes into pulling that off but kudos to my cousin josh and laura because they did an awesome job yeah i could um, only imagine with being first time you know there's going to be some struggles yeah. so it's going to be a learning experience <laughs> i mean for, for their them, first but. year you know for what they had to kind of go through with everything and you know we had josh on an earlier episode but to have a beautiful day like yesterday was you know it wasn't too hot it was like mid 70s you know not a cloud in the sky and people were just pouring in you know they had different food purveyors there and he had 10 or 11 beers on tap yeah Um, i think when it was set all said and done he had probably about 10 11 yeah and you know he was he was definitely kicking through some kegs so they were definitely selling some beer so overall uh it was a good experience and you know get the name out there yeah, you ready for next year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put us down there. You know, my wife and I, Katie, we were kind of running the check-in for a little bit, and uh, then I kind of hopped behind the bar, poured some beers. So if anybody listening out there, if I poured your beer wrong, sorry about that, but hopefully it was cold enough. Yeah, so. hopefully you caught them uh, later in the day, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> After they were like 10 tickets in. It's a great thing to see events like this, just even thinking over the past month, month and a half, between this, uh, Rock the Gates out of 12 Gates, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The summer solstice out of Thin Man. Resurgence Resurgence had a uh, summer party like first first or second weekend in June. Just everybody has been having these wonderful little music yeah. beer event it, things going it's on. It's a good time for uh, beer drinkers in Buffalo during the summer, I tell you that much. I mean, there's so much going on, and it's it's just great to be a craft beer drinker. Well, that's like with West Fest yesterday. You know, you're going up against the Taste of Buffalo and probably three other events that were going on that no one probably really knew what was going on. Queen, Queen of Heaven Lawn Fate was yeah. this weekend so, as well. So, I mean, you're going up against some big events in Buffalo every summer. Yeah, staples. You know, so I like, could... You know, I mean, it is what it is, and, you know, people still came out. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's great that he's attracting people to come out to Clarence to, you know, and it was, I mean, the weather, you know, for Buffalo summer has been great oh, to yeah. date. So, I mean, you know, we've been very lucky and fortunate. So these events have been going off with without any problems. Definitely not a lack of sunshine out there, you know. Yeah, so. Well, like it, Josh, Josh said, too, he mentioned how, it's nice to, for him to be able to put on an event for the locals of the area right. so this way that they don't have to drive out to the city and drive sure. 40 minutes and do this and do that and he's able to give back to the area that he's in the town that he's 
that's been supporting him for the past year and doing yeah, his yeah. thing. So, like I said, uh, coming from Chicktawaga, twenty-five minute drive, and it wasn't anything crazy, you know. Like I said, uh, I wish I got to stay there more than what I did. But being a parent, you know, things come up, and the babysitter <laughs> gives you a call, and uh, you got to run home. So, yeah, we I were, didn't get to enjoy it as much as you guys did. But we were lucky enough to have the mother-in-law help out and watch the kids, and you know, Katie stuck around to like midpoint through the day and and ran home, and then I kind of stuck around and, and helped out until you know it was time to go so for an event to be out there for people in the area to be able to go out and enjoy the day and and have cold beer and listen to music you're gonna they'll probably learn from it they'll adjust as they need to adjust and hopefully next year is bigger and better oh no doubt the one good thing that did come out of it too was we were able to bring home plenty of the beers doing doing the vip we have a bunch of crawlers and we happen to be drinking one of them right now we are drinking the cucumber mint goza that he did as a collaboration with old first old first word brewing company yep right off the bat i mean it's heavy on the cucumber yeah it's a little little tart I guess some people were saying it was a little more sour than they were expecting. Yeah, which I'm assuming they're just not used to drinking these type <laughs> of beers because this is this is balanced for me. Right, perfect amount of tartness off this. I, I love the refreshing cucumber taste. Yeah, a little it. bit of like sea salt yeah, saltiness to yep. it, yep. but it's not. It's not going to hit you in that no. pucker zone. Good and summer beer, I tell you that much. It, it was definitely easy drinking. A lot of people who were coming up probably were didn't really know of that style and weren't really too familiar with it. So we tried to kind of level set for them and be like okay this is it's going to be sour um <laughs> it's not going to you know kill your palate but it's definitely sour if you've never had a sour beer before you may want to lean towards something that's a little more mild tasting you know yeah. like a Kolsch I, or or an ale um, yeah like i said if some of the people that were there might not you know get out and experience you know, drink as much craft beer but they see an event like this and it's like hey let's go you know it's something we could do on a you know weekday or weekend bands there and it's like all right let's go and it's going to open them up to different styles of beer so it yeah they're you know it's it's pretty cool <laughs> and to that point like the cucumber it makes it so more refreshing i think you're you know you don't really typically see that too much in a lot of in a lot of beers and the fact that you go and get that cucumber water at the country club or <laughs> yeah, you, would, you know or you're at the spa at the country club. and you get that cucumber water but the like nice, the nice little jug in the hotel yeah lobby. yeah but yeah. ultimately, like, this is very well balanced. I think I rated it like a three or three and a half. Um, it was my first beer when I got there when I was working. That good choice. You know, I had that to, to start the day, to start my shift. Overall, it was a really good beer, and, you know, hopefully people enjoyed it. Yeah, if, good if offering. I, I enjoy this a lot. This is really enjoyable. To me, Gozas are the perfect summer drink right now. There's plenty of them out there right now, too. Breweries all over the place are just releasing them left and right. You're able to just throw so many different flavors, whether it's some kind of fruit, some kind of citrus, some kind of just even weird ones, too. I mean, what is it? Two Roads has, the, what, the Savion one? Yes. I haven't had that one yet. I think, so, oh, that might have been a Berliner, but I know I had one. It was like a Sauvignon Blanc Berliner. You know, and you definitely got the the wine taste, the the grape taste out of it. Yeah, it's great. Just the versatility that a lot of these sours have when it comes to just blending flavors and everything else. Oh, um, I I think I got it. My senior moment has elapsed. Uh, it was uh, Stillwater. 
uh, made it. Okay. So I, I, th- I don't think it was a ghost, but I think it was uh, a barrel owner. But it was still good. Yeah, that's where, like, incorporating wine, barrel aged. Oh, Merrick's all over that yeah. right now. <laughs> stop talking about that. He, he's smiling too much right now. So I think any, you know, any any flavor profile you can probably put into a Gosa, it, it probably will work. And if it doesn't, then you just kind of go back to the drawing board, I yeah. think. The mint, the mint is a little subtle in this one. Mm-hmm. It's there. If you're if you're searching for it and you kind of, if you know it's there, like it, it kind of hits you a little bit towards the end. Yeah, like I see, you said, I, I completely forgot that there was mint in this because I get the cucumber. <laughs> yeah. Real oh, yeah, no, it, the cucumber is strong. And then when he right. said, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me get a sip, and it's it's slightly there, but not not. But I think to their you know to their brewing this, they probably went the right route because if you had something that was more mint forward, I think it might have killed this. You know, it probably wouldn't have been as refreshing as as it is now. So there kudos to them for kind of turning it more towards a cucumber gosa than a than a more mint forward. Yeah, like in I, my opinion. It could be it could also be a thing too where you can even uh infuse it with some mint in like a randall or yeah. something to try to be able to bring out that flavor more and I'm sure this way it would probably it probably accentuate what the flavor that they originally put into it. Well, I can bit. go to my parents' backyard and maybe pull some wild mint, you know, and <laughs> put it in the Randall and see how this tastes. Yeah, yeah we'll like, have to. Like I said, I mean, who knows if they didn't put mint in it, what it would taste like if it wasn't. You can't really, I can't really get a handle on it where exactly it is, maybe towards the end of, you know, the, the sip, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, like the cucumber, I'm enjoying it. I didn't think, I wasn't sure what I was expecting off the cucumber because I know Oh, I see, could see uh, Crafty with his cucumber waters walking around, you yeah. know, in his golf clubs, and I'm like, eh, I don't know about that, you know. But this, I got those like three polo shirts to change into, you know. <laughs> you got your Titleist hat on, and uh, but uh, it's, it's it's great. Really digging the cucumber in this one. Yeah. Like, what other like flavors would you feel would go well with a ghost, in your opinion, or ones that you've had where you're like, oh, that whatever they put in there, that was like top notch. You know? I mean, I think a lot of like your kind of more bitter on fruits, you know, raspberry, strawberry, uh, would be good. I mean, like you brought up uh, two, two roads has the Persian lime, which yeah, is phenomenal. We, which I, I which like we'll probably we'll probably crack one of them open today. We also have, as I've been saying on what every single episode, I think we've had. <laughs> I'll I'll keep hyping uh, six point citrus jammer, man. Yeah, yeah. That thing is. Well, my wife loves that. <laughs> we cracked one for her. She's enjoying that yep, very she's, much. She's ignoring you right now. She's she's got that. I'm mad at you. I'm taking care of the kids while you're drinking. Look yeah, on her she's, face. She's in the zone right now. A lot of fruits would probably basically go really well. I, watermelon? I don't know. I mean, there, I, I believe somebody has Anderson a watermelon. Bailey. Briny melon one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to... Th- I believe there, there's, there's got to be a watermelon one yeah, out there, though. Yeah, we've been hitting them up the past couple years pretty pretty hard for well, these gozas, but they're great during this weather. Eric's not here to, you know, get on that Anderson Valley hype train, you know, and, <laughs> and hype them up. Going back to the West Fest, but that was one of the beers that was flying off the shelves. They went through at least a couple kegs of the Kolsch there. And that's just a style, I think, when people are like, well, I don't want something too hoppy. You're like, well, okay, well, you can either have this or this. Did he infuse it? Was the Kolsch on yesterday infused or anything, or was it just a straight Kolsch? No, I think it was just a straight Kolsch. Hmm. It's his, it was his kickstand Kolsch, and he, he actually partnered with someone that was doing a slow roll a couple weeks ago, and that was like the the beer that they had there for all the, the bikers to come back in. Um, and I guess it went over really well, so... Bikers awesome. like in the Kolsch, huh? Yeah. All right. Oh, look out. <laughs> hey, it's something that you can drink and 
refresh and get ready back on that bike and just <laughs> throw keep that on. leather on and uh, get cruising. <laughs> get that hike, hike them shorts up and get on going, man. Yeah. With the ghost though, past summers really hasn't been around. So is it kind of a newer trend that we that we think? I don't know. Um, probably probably over years, the past couple uh, years. Yeah, past couple years. I want to say maybe five years or so. I wish I could look at um, see what my first one was. But between I between this and more and more, you're starting to see more kettle sours popping up than other than recent years. Berliner Weisses have always been pretty pretty popular, and they've been gaining some steam again. There was probably probably about five years ago is when the Gozas really kind of started kicking in the top notch, and everybody was like. Boom, we're going to release one. We're going to release one. Ellicottville has two or three out right now, I feel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. do you think that then this same is thing, Same thing with what? Southern Tier, too. Southern Tier yeah. has what? Yeah. They just released what? The they had the grape one. They had the peach one. They, they had, had uh, another cherry, one, I think. The Imperial yeah. Cherry they, they made. So they've been, they've been popping out a bunch of them, too, recently. So it's it's something that everybody's trying to take advantage of the style because it's, I believe it's somewhat of an easier sour to make. Okay. Eric, Eric can give us a little more information on that you know sure yeah i mean that would have been nice to have unfortunately couldn't make it today but um to kind of have his expertise on the the brew making process with with making these and and how intricate it is to to produce one of these or if it's kind of more straightforward where it's not a ton of attention that you need to to make it super sour yeah and that's why you also get some of the uh some of the hype breweries like Vale that start making those fruited, fruited, oh, double fruited gozas and, yeah. and kettle sours and all that stuff. Yeah, and Berliners that you know, popsicles. Like I said, them are so yeah. popular now. I mean, between them and what the answer does a lot of that too. Yeah, and it's it's crazy I mean, the amount of fruit they pump into these things now. It's, it's just like a, it's more it's more of a smoothie than like yeah. a beer. Sometimes yeah. people, people right. don't even know what that is. Like, is this <laughs> even beer I'm drinking like, or what, what is what going am I drinking here? But they're de- they're delicious. Sure. So then, do you think like Gosa then has kind of trumped the the summer ale, which has been the traditional seasonal release for a lot of these brewers? And do you see like next five years, like this is going to be the staple when it comes to summer beers? For and, me, I, I would prefer these are easy drinking to me. You know, you get they're just so refreshing, especially on a hot day. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know what it is. They're like for what four and a half, four percent usually. Yeah, this I, one doesn't have it, but generally they're about they're about anywhere from like four to three and three, a half yeah, to like to five. If you really get to a five, then you're really kind of that's probably in uh, high imperial. Gear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but, like you could probably you know who knows like if the bigger craft brew giants in all the sampler packs that you see, do you think well, like, ghosts will I be had in the, the summer? Sam Adams one in the variety pack uh, last week. And to me, it didn't even taste any. It tasted more like an IPA. I was like, "This is not a Goza to me." It was, what, was it strange. just a basic? What, did it have any flavor to it, or was it just? I, I'm gonna have to look this one up. But it wasn't. Um, I did, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've seen that they had that. So I, I didn't, just didn't know like if that you're gonna maybe start seeing some of the bigger breweries throwing them in those summer packs. Or you're gonna see gonna it be... now because it's oh, yeah. an offering that someone's gonna go to now. Oh, they got a Goza in here. Let me pick up this variety pack. There is one in the heart. Harpoon one, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think Harpoon has it in there. Uh, Victory does a bunch of them already, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you get all those, the bigger craft beer breweries busting them out right now, too, because it's... Yeah, it was the Sam Adams was the raspberry lemon. Okay. And it, like I said, it didn't, it, it 
I don't know what they it just didn't have the characteristics of a Goza to me honestly it was more of a like I said I thought it was an IPA at first it was not really sour at all well that's what I think too like the fact that he infused it with cucumber you know a lot of these like you guys were saying that you've had have been all fruits so the fact that he was able to you know when cucumber is a vegetable and it doesn't really have a ton of flavor but you know, yeah, the fact I mean, that he that's, was able that's to that's not true though you know I mean cucumbers cucumbers have a specific flavor that you know what you're getting right out of it and I feel like a cucumber works well because if you think about it I mean hell what's a fucking pickle yeah exactly <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah speaking of that I, I was seeing some uh, pickle beers out there I mean uh, yeah like I was like man I'd like to get a hold of one of that one of that that would, that would be Rusty Rusty Nickel has one that they did for the farm to pint thing back in May okay I don't know if they still have it on tap at the brewery but I'd be curious to try that huh and it was a, it was a it was a pickle yeah yeah it's like a heavy on the dill and don't they just throw they throw a whole pickle in there too don't they i think right <laughs> I think what, for a like a garnish maybe yeah i think they do <laughs> i mean i i would if it was why not you know because you're gonna go in go in 100 because you know? this way too you're also gonna you're you're already putting it mentally in somebody's head that hey this is going to taste like this even if it like isn't as strong like your mind's already seeing that pickle and tasting that pickle well, why not i see the sonic commercials out there for like their slushies and they have a pickle juice slushy. Hey, like, hey, hey, I man, I have uh, I have a jar of pickle juice just sitting in the fridge that sometimes waiting for that day, <laughs> that morning, huh? <laughs> sometimes you wake up in the morning and you need that extra kick, man. You just take a swig. Sure. It's the old it's the old uh, it's the old Polish hangover re- remedy, man. Does it work? I think it does. I mean, people people do the picklebacks, man. Hey, I'm you on do that. Are good. I'm on that PLA train. That PLA, I know. That, it, I, I gotta, it works. That, that was what I was telling him when he would come over. I'm like, and I never get it because I always forget. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get that Pedialyte. Start my chasing it with every. My wife yells so at me because you know it, it's like eight bucks a bottle or whatever it is, and it's like if it cures a hangover. Hey, or there's, some nights, hey there's some hey. nights where I need it. PSA for all you drinkers out there, make sure you're also drinking water while you're drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Especially during the summertime because beer loves to de- dehydrate you. <laughs> Especially so. with a Goza with some salt in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're going to get dehydrated really quick. You might not You might not be hitting the alcohol levels that you might in some of these Imperial Stouts or anything else, but <laughs> right. you're going to feel them just as quickly because you're Hey, just... for our buddy Greg, it's Leather, leather Weather 365. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I can uh, get a stout in, I don't, I don't care. Barrel aged, the well, I, I'd pop one open right now if I could. It was funny. I was talking to one of the. It's, I think they were a regular at West Shore yesterday, and we were talking, and they probably had a couple in them. But still, like the conversation we were having, and I was kind of talking to her a little bit about, you know, the beer styles that I like, and you know, when I said stouts, like high five right away. You know, she gave me the big high five. And you can't go wrong with a stout. I mean, I, I don't care. How, it could be a hundred and ten degrees outside. If I got a barrel aged stout. I'll crack that open. I don't care. They're, the flavors are just phenomenal. In these things, you know, Me, so. Eric, Eric, and I, uh, Eric and I felt that firsthand though with that sleeping forever the next morning. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to sleep forever, huh? Yeah. Well, you was. followed up with a, a southern tier oat though, right? That probably put the nail in the coffin. I think. I think. I think it was a sleeping forever that just did, that <laughs> did the job though. Beer. It was good. Oh, it's a great beer. But I, I mean, Greg's got like a whole case coming. Yeah, in, so. no, I'm thinking now. I like, wish I had uh, some leather in this glass right now. <laughs> 
but well, another day. We did pick up. Yeah, we did pick up. It was it's the Thin Man Industrial Arts Logill Brewing collaboration called No Track Suits. It's an Imperial Salted Caramel Chocolate Stout. It's twelve percent. Yes. Well, not, wait, I, I forgot about that. Wait, why are we not drinking that right now? <laughs> because personally, I don't feel like cracking this open just yet. Maybe we'll crack it open after the podcast and have it for yeah. When, it for when we're inside in your air conditioned house. <laughs> but we did crack open the other release from the three breweries. It's a oyster goza called Slagos. It is an ale brewed with Atlantic oysters, seaweed, sea salt, and herbs. This thing is. Did you guys sip this yet? Yeah, I took a little sip of it. It's it's. It got like a creaminess to yeah. it. Yeah, I. It's, it's a little complex. You yeah. know, there's a lot of thing, a lot of it's, going it's going lot on of, right there's now. Sweetness in there. I mm-hmm. mean, this is. Like I like seaweed. Yeah. I don't know if you can really get the seaweed, but I mean that oyster note. You can probably get a little bit of that. They say they took the goza style and gave it an Irish twist. And this is really not bitter, not at it, all. I get more creaminess out of like a buttery creaminess. Yeah. with it, it's really good. Yeah, I, I don't get a lot. I, I don't really get a lot of bitterness at all as well. I don't get a lot of saltiness. This, yeah, I you know, get it's a, more of a fresh, clean. Yeah, like with the oyster. oyster. You know, if you're going yeah. to an oyster bar and you're having an oyster from the East Coast. Or the west coast you can totally taste which the one difference. do you prefer east west, or west coast. coast yeah west coast yeah west coast they feel are more clean you get the melon flavors that come through uh they're not as briny as the east coast ones but so east coast they're dirty huh yeah they're uh <laughs> dirty dirty so this was actually brewed out in over a logill brewery out in sligo in ireland oh, oh. so interesting yeah they must have uh I wonder what the oysters are like up there. They're drunk. A That's probably what's going on in there. Them oysters are. <laughs> they, source know, the, the, they source the they source the oysters. <laughs> they source the oysters from Wild Atlantic Oyster Company. So, hmm. yeah, no, it's. it's I pretty, don't really it's get a, that brine. I don't get that brininess at all. I get a lot of herb on the so back end. Is the, I mean, is, it, so the seaweed's not really coming out. I I, I, I don't know if it's sea. I mean, I don't know. I get I, the creaminess. Uh, like you there's a lot of creaminess. This. Like almost like a cream ale in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's not the the sour is not there right and i think too we went off of what we just had before yeah and now we're transitioning to this so and like i said i think this one is a 5.6 percent too and it, it's a it smells like it's going to be sour yeah it does mm-hmm. definitely like, get that off the the nose the nose hits you like it's like yep. okay this is in it just it's it's a very smooth beer it's creamy right. man i, I mean uh, it, i feel like i could go sing you know some bg songs right now and hit <laughs> them those real good it lines that throat real good. Get that karaoke machine, break that out. <laughs> we'll have to get that before the fantasy hockey draft. Yeah, there's oh, a, there's a lot. A, this is a lot going a on in this. Yeah, yeah there is very. I think it's very complex. Right? You just don't know. I mean, each sip is different. I feel. Sip one, you got you got this, these notes. Sip two, you, you get something a little different. Sip three, you know, and sip three, you got a whole different ball game going on. Yeah, so. this has got a, a sweetness to it. Yeah, I don't know what seaweed tastes like to be honest. I'm not like a <laughs> connoisseur of seaweed, so you're not, I can't. You're not hitting up the the sushi bars every Friday no, night. I'm not jumping in Lake Erie to get that. The, you know. <laughs> Get that finest seaweed out of there and start snacking on it. That could be the next new thing. You know, I can make that seaweed salad if you want. For some reason, I feel like I feel like Lake Erie seaweed and seaweed from Ireland are probably two completely different things. I think the seaweed in uh, Lake Erie, you know, might give it a little. uh, Yeah, but we'll get the seaweed in Ireland to it. The Ireland, the the Irish seaweed is going to be laced with a ton of Guinness. Yeah, too Jameson. Too bad. Too bad. Instead of. 
oysters from the Atlantic. We didn't get those uh, fresh Lake Erie barnacles. <laughs> yeah, the barnacles, or, or, uh, the zebra mussels. Zebra mussels, yeah. <laughs> the zebra mussels. I remember in school we had to do a report on that. I'm like, oh, get God. you a platter of zebra mussels. Yeah. I don't know. Has anyone had a zebra mussel before? Can you no. even eat them? Well, I don't I, think you want I to think, eat those. No, I, think like, I think Lake Erie is a little cleaner than it was in the past, at least. Oh, <laughs> not maybe a, not but down by Woodlawn. We, I guess there's been some <laughs> recent reports that it hasn't been so so hot over there. Oh, it's like that. It's like that every summer. Yeah, it's, uh, the heat picks up. But uh, I like this beer. I mean, it's definitely a lot different than anything I've had, and it's it's sweet, smooth. It's got some herbs to it, but that like it's creaminess. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like the only other oyster beer I had was what the Flying Dog one. Is it what an oyster stout? Yes. Yeah. I mean that same here. I've only the only oyster that I've had is an oyster stout. Yeah, I think I, I can't even it. remember the last time I've had one. They just need to throw that oyster in there, just sprinkle some of that Chesapeake-ness in there, and I'm, I'm good, you know? <laughs> I mean give me them spices. Get that old bay going. Yeah. I mean hell, give me the uh give me the chalk lobster from Dogfish though, if we want to start going and start throwing any any uh crustacean any some crustaceans beers. into these beers, you know. <laughs> the seafood platter. <laughs> uh, that that would be my top uh that my top seafood beer, I think. Yeah. They only did that one. That's like a one-time ordeal, right? Did they, they... they brewed it a couple years in a row. They never bottled it. They did send a couple kegs out randomly. Okay. Um, distributed a couple kegs because we did get a couple out this way. Yeah, I think I remember that, but we just, I just never made it out this way to, to come and get it. Yeah, no. Uh, they had it over at World of Beer whenever it was released. It was like during football season because I remember hitting up, going to watch a Chiefs game, and uh, sure, having a nice little chalk lobster before. Alex Smith <laughs> was throwing those five yard five yard out passes, those checkdowns. I think it might have been the first season he was there yeah so hopefully he does well in washington and does his thing yeah i think i think you know it's probably the perfect fit for him you know they're they're a team that always has been hyped up but has always always fell short maybe he brings a little more stability to the position i mean cousins got paid i would i would take him over cousins any day yeah you know, you never know. Cousins was what a third round pick, fourth round pick, and you know, was he? Was it, or is that, or is he second? Did they go one and two with him and Griffin? I thought he was a. He may have been a third. <laughs> they may. They may have like two thirds that year. I mean, who knows? I mean, football is always a crapshoot, anyways. So. Yeah, especially when it comes with quarterback position. Yeah, we we know that first and <laughs> foremost here in Buffalo. So. <sighs> We'll see what happens. They're at what, 13? 14th, 15th quarterback selection. <laughs> Who knows? What, 20, 23 years since Kelly retired or whatever it's been? Yeah, it seems like it's been my whole lifetime. Oh, <laughs> Super Bowl this year, boys. Yeah. You getting that tattoo already? You're gonna you're gonna be that confident? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Get yourself on barstool. Yeah. I mean, be that be that guy that they're gonna have an article can you about. Can believe that people do that though? I think people just do it just so they can uh, get, get the, notice on the internet. They're 15 and, minutes. Yeah. But then it comes true. You know, and it's like holy. Oh, bel- you, yeah, we're gonna get you to get that tattoo. <laughs> no. he's, he's a believer, guys. Not even, not even close. We'll give him, we'll give him a couple of the imperial stouts, and then we'll yeah, get maybe, that tattoo. Maybe that might happen. You never know. Maybe it's a one of our October, November, December episodes, and we start breaking those out. 
But yeah, when they get that uh, five and zero start going, you know, then we're going to start talking. Sure. Then Trent Edwards get a, gets concussion, and next thing you know, the whole season goes down the drain. Yeah, and then the Browns like make the playoffs with with Tyrod Taylor, and you know Buffalo is kicking itself. I actually hope the Browns do well because that, that means the Steelers are garbage again. That's the one thing that we need. The, the Browns are never going to do well. Are you kidding me? Bring back Bernie Kosar. <laughs> No, he's still he's still running he's still running down there somewhere. I was just that dude the that dude's the slowest quarterback alive. Man. I was just telling the story about how we went to that Cleveland game. The guy was about four rows in front of me wearing that Bernie Kosar jersey, and I was just yelling at him the whole time, screaming at him. What happens? Final drive. Cleveland gets that kicks that field goal. Win. He looked at me, and I just couldn't say anything because it's <laughs> typical Bills. You know they lose like that. Sure. Like, oh my God! After I was riding him the whole game. You get your hopes up, and then. Like, you down the only way possible so what do we think with well, this it's it's nice the one thing thin man's been doing has been they've a been co- collaboration they've been collaborating <laughs> with everybody yeah. they actually next week they have another uh another mckeller collaboration coming out i saw that they went there and brewed that one right yeah yeah, I don't know if they're canning it or if it's just a brewery only release, but it seems like every every other week they're releasing some kind of collab can. Yeah, I mean, which, like I said, collaborations are big now. That other half is releasing a bunch of collaborations. I think they actually did yesterday, and I picked up the four collabs that they got. So we'll be drinking them soon. Did you get all? You got all four of them? Yes, I did. Nice, nice. I know, I know, you were going to get the veil one just because that's. That's, that's what dreams are made of for you yeah, right, right there. That's there. my jam right there. But if he had his choice, like said, he'd, he'd pick up and move down there. You see more heartbeat. and more collaborations. That I mean, it's good. Well, you know? that just goes to show the bond that breweries have with each other. And right. it's not really a thing where everybody's like, hey, we're going to compete to try to make more money in you and try to do this and yeah. try to do that. Yeah, I mean, it feels like they're all on the same team. They want to work well together to see everybody succeed in the business. Yeah. It's not a dog-eat-dog, like, I'm going to beat you out, and I'm going to take over your market share on it's the industry. The, yeah, it's, like, it's good seeing it's, a unity. It's just, these guys. it's a brother, it seems like it's a brotherhood. And, and it helps get names out there, too, for each other, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, even even yesterday at West Shore, how many brewers were there? There was... Uh, uh, CBW, the guy from CBW was there. Pressure, the guy from Pressure Drop was there. Uh, guy from Old First Ward was there. Old First Ward. Yeah, I mean, they're all. Um, everybody- it's, it's a good support system for each other, you know. Yeah. Like I said, it that's all, and it's it's only going to help the craft scene, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's they help each other out. It, yeah, it's good. It's not about competition. It's about making good beer. Right. They're, they're not looking to see somebody fail because if one person fails, who's to say that you're not the next one to fail? Exactly. I exactly. mean, and we all yeah. know how hard it is yeah, to open I mean, up. I mean, we don't know, but you see all the businesses that open up and close, and it's just nice to have, see that bond out there with everybody getting along and yeah. creating beer. Who wouldn't want to do that? You know, you, it's your passion. So, like, with the collabs, now we're kind of talking a little bit about that. Do you, I haven't really seen Big Ditch or Resurgence do a ton of collabs. Have you guys seen something that maybe Resurgence, Resurgence has on tap right now. They actually have two collabs. Oh, they do? They have, they have the collab with Old First Ward okay. on tap, the rewarding IPA. Okay. And then they also have the collab with Four Mile out in Olean called uh, The Pills Have Eyes. Oh. The Pills Have Eyes. So. They had uh, what else? So Power Bell was a collab between. Um, that was big. C- that was big ditch and big CD- CBW. CBW. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just. I, I mean, for them, I just haven't really seen a ton of collabs. So while we're on this topic, that's why I kind of just wanted to bring it up. And 
maybe they they've been doing stuff which they seem to be doing that I just didn't know about. So yeah, you know, you, know, you don't. You it's don't hard to. You don't drink, there's so right? much going. There's so much going on. That's the thing. You don't know what is what right now. You know, and there's so many beers being released every week now. It's just hard to keep up with everything. Sure. Yeah, especially come summertime. It's. <laughs> I'm, I was thinking. I was thinking about it the other day. How much money I've been spending on. Uh, I know it's <laughs> spending on beer, and I'm like, uh. it's, it's yeah, it's it, it's a little pricey. Yeah, it definitely puts a damper. Uh, you got to keep it down. My wife's looking. <laughs> if you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com we are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find buffalo the industrial powerhouse of the early 20th century The grain elevators now stand silent on the shores of the Great Lakes, casting their shadow on the City of Light. A city known for blizzards, chicken wings, and Super Bowl losses, where even the natural magnificence of Niagara Falls can't help but magnify the rusted-out shell of a once-great city. Not anymore. Buffalo is a city on the rise again. New industry, green spaces, waterfront development, and the revival of Buffalo's proud brewing past are building the new Buffalo. With over 25 local breweries open in the last decade, Buffalo has an amazing brewing community. Join me as I talk to local brewers about making great beer. Sometimes we talk about the 716, and sometimes we talk shop to help you brew better. Find us at WNY.beer or on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at WNYBrews. So yeah, we decided to bust into a can of the Community Beer Works released from today. They released a fruited wit beer called Buried Alive. It's a 4.6 ABV, and it is fruited with raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, and blackberries. This thing was literally just... Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, just a lot of berries, a lot of berries. Yeah, it was just a straight, like, berry overload in a can. Yeah. Poured great pours great just looks looks like a looks like a glass of juice man yeah real um on the lighter side too it wasn't like thick oh yeah yeah, yeah. Real, super super real smooth thin but it, it was basically just fruited flavored beer like it was crazy <laughs> yeah no it, it's it was great it brings it brings it out uh, it, it's funny because while doing this podcast i the whole intention wasn't necessarily to always talk about local releases but more and more it seems as if there's just so many coming out yeah and we want to try them and we want to talk about them so every 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 weekend it's i can't even keep up with it anymore like i said just i forget about them i don't even know now until you tell me and i'm like oh my god there's two or three beers being released each day on the weekend i'm like wow oh my god and it's only it's only really even half of what actually comes out too we don't really get a chance to get out to some breweries. Uh, we missed the 42 North release. Yeah, 42 you know, North. And 42 North had two in this past two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. That we haven't had a chance to get out to and grab yet, which have gotten nothing but rave reviews. Plus, I mean, once you start getting out to the South Towns and everything else, uh, I mean, obviously Hamburg's doing their thing down there. You can't even keep up with it anymore. Like, I, I don't even have Facebook or Instagram. I, I go off Twitter, so... You guys see more of the actual releases and stuff like that, and 
I can't even believe it. Like I, it's 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 hard to maintain with keeping up with all this stuff, let alone have the money to purchase all this stuff. Well, I have the I have the fun part of trying to keep up on all the social media accounts, and it's there's a lot. There's always a lot going on. It's 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 not a bad problem to have, though. It's good to know that any given weekend it's like hey you can go here and and grab a new beer that you haven't had which is nice can't complain about that instead of going to uh consumers or whatever you know picking up stuff that is there like i said and it's probably only going to get more and more now just the demand is there you know people are willing to sit there and wait outside or they're looking forward to these releases i wish i could get out tomorrow and 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 get these but like i said with the constraints of having a child you know we got to rely on uh, brian over here to be (laughs) our uh runner for us you know hey i try to do what i can to support all the local businesses and be able to spread the word of the great craft brews that we have yeah it's it's nice that all this stuff is happening so much more now it really gets you out there like i said i want to get out there more you know the wife enjoys it so gives her an experience to try some of these beers so yeah yeah it's it's something where as the summer is in full swing and we're going to start seeing more probably we're going to start getting into the fall beers yeah, start, i was just thinking about start that. getting like, into all the stouts and everything i else. can't believe and, you know if all these breweries locally are doing what they're doing now summer wise i'm sure they're already getting ready to just start pouring out all these i, I was gonna bring that up i'm like can't believe we haven't seen that first pumpkin spice beer out yet it's, it's coming i'm sure i'm sure sam adams Oktoberfest is going to be on shelves next week but with, at this rate like i said I'm, I'm really looking forward to that to see what the breweries locally come out with you know for their their fall seasonal releases because that's my time of the the year for some reason i don't know if it's, it's just uh Oktoberfests and the weather is just Hey, I'm I'm trying not even to think about it because I'm going to take advantage of drinking as many of these sours and everything else that we have coming out right now. Yes. Um, I'm not going to complain about that, and I'm going to drink as many of them as I can. Yes. So who knows what'll be next with that? Hopefully, more uh, fruit smoothies here. You know, <laughs> locally, locally we haven't necessarily hit that. Um, the closest that we're getting to it right now. I mean, this CBW release was pretty close to it i mean it being a wit beer it isn't the similar style that a lot of those breweries are going for originally doing it i did like the the fruit flavor was really good and it didn't have that thickness which i didn't mind it it, the flavors were there you know oh yeah yeah, yeah, some of these these uh berliners and uh gozes that are you know triple fruited and some of them i you can't even pour them freaking things it's like uh pulp you know which i don't mind yeah but was this was you. a good good beer that it, it was refreshing it was light but it also had that berry kick to it yeah the only the only thing that we had close to it was the, the double fruit and minky boodle that came out recently that we talked about earlier yes yes um that and the podcast is all is a big fan of the resurgence black kettle or black, black current kettle black sour. current kettle yeah that that is still probably the best in the area the best down. the best fruited sour that yes. has been brewed in this city and I, I love that thing to death yeah i would sleep with that every night 
hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they never stop brewing it because, yeah. I mean, they can do so much with that. I mean, if, if they did a fresh fruited on that, that thing would be freaking insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even want to... I If I drank that, it'd be the death of me, probably. <laughs> Since we had a longer episode last week, we'll kind of spare you listen to our voices for another hour and a half. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of slop <laughs> last time, but... Uh, no, we, we had a lot of... We had a lot of beers last time and um tried to give you guys the whole juice experience so this time it's more of a hey we're laid back just enjoying the summer and trying to stay as active and do what we can especially when you have so many fun events happening in the beer scene definitely so definitely i'm looking forward to future releases and uh continuing this podcast and and sampling these beers and giving you guys uh some info on it and yeah i mean we've been doing this for just over a month now uh, about a month and a half and we can't thank all our listeners enough on supporting and all the excitement that we've heard from people surrounding us being able to be a part of the hopped up network too thank um, you thank you it's a nice fun thing to be able to connect with other podcasts in the area and podcasts outside of the outside of the area and just people that really enjoy just talking about the subject it's nice being a part of that it helps uh, spread the word on local breweries in our area and wh- whoever's a part of that you know they do a good job on uh, promoting it on uh, social media big shout out to them and like i like you said uh all the people listening you know we appreciate it and you can't beat drinking beer and talking about it i tell you that much (laughs) yeah we try to make sure that it's more than just that just because there's so much going on within the scene and so many different beers coming out so hey if you're not able to get to these at least we can try to get to them and tell you all about what you may be in store for if you have something waiting for you yeah and if we can't get to them uh just give us some free beer then we will sample it for you (laughs) (laughs) well you know it's not we're never gonna turn down a couple of brews but yeah if you aren't following us yet on any social media be sure to follow us on twitter at what the hops on instagram at what the hops podcast and on untapped at wth podcast which we really need to start working a little more on yeah the thing, the thing with the thing with untapped that sucks is every other app allows you to be able to sign into multiple accounts so it's easy to kind of switch through back and forth between personal and work and everything else. Yeah, so yeah. I, it, with Untapped, you have to log out, then you have to log back in, then you have to do all this other shit, and it just sits. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a pain in the ass. So, like I, I mean, said, my my social media. I mean, I'm I've, I got Twitter, <laughs> and that's about it. I won't go anywhere anywhere else on uh, any other social media right right now but I'll, I'll branch out in a little bit probably i'm gonna have to i got no choice to keep up with this podcast you know <laughs> but yeah no everybody uh thank you for listening and what the hops what the hops <laughs> <laughs>